Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are broadcasting to you live from the lobby of the mastermind class at uh, and the women's meetup at launch new academy live and this was a really fun event we might we'll recap that a little bit um in this thing so anyway we have a guest interview today and this is going to be a fun one we have kyle girton and uh he is with hilltop lawn and landscape out of ohio uh, O-H. I-O. There you go. See, I'm not even a Buckeye, and I know how to do that. So, uh, Paul and Caleb were right around the corner, and they'd be proud of me for that. So, uh, But anyway, man, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing tired. good. It's a, it's a little tired. Yeah. I'm not looking forward for the trip back home. but Yeah. How far is it for y'all? Uh, about four, four and a half hours. It's not it's That's not, not terrible. bad. Yeah. It's not terrible. I mean, I, I would trade that for having to fly like we're having to fly. So, uh, I'm getting to the point where I like flying better than yeah. driving. It just depends on how far, like... Flying's a weird thing. If you're gonna, if you're, I feel like if you're going like under six hours, it's almost better to, to mm-hmm. drive just because you don't have to deal with the airport, you don't have to deal with all the traffic. I mean, like right. on and off, waiting taxi and things like that. Like, it just adds up. Yeah, but when we went down to Nashville for together in the trades, it was uh, it was a little over six hours. That was about as much as I yeah. Wanted. That's about that's a long drive. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's uh, that's a pretty good trip for you. So, well, man, tell us a little bit about uh, about your business, uh, what you got going on. I know you have a big farm that you do that was very interesting. So I want to hear some more about that. Um, yeah. Um, well, the hilltop name came from my grandparents had a floral shop in Zanesville, Ohio, for years and years and years. And uh, when they died, kind of hilltop died with them. So that was my whole goal for the hilltop name, and then. Uh, I've been in construction for uh, 30 years almost, yeah. doing all kinds of stuff from working on uh, locomotives for the railroad to uh, oil field to just carpentry, asphalt, concrete, everything. Yeah. And uh, I got hooked up with a guy uh, with a big farm, like you said, and I've been snow plowing for years, and they uh, kept approaching me about mowing lawns, and I'm like, mm. Maybe. I mean, yeah. that, that's, I mean, I can do it. I, was, I wasn't afraid of the work, but, uh, you know, that's a big financial thing because you're not talking about, you know, a couple lawns here and here. There you're talking, you know, a couple hundred acres. So Yeah, which blows my mind. Like, so, I couldn't fathom anything like that. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it was it was a scary jump, and I'm not going to lie. It took me a couple of years to make that jump. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is the first year for it, and it's going so far so good. So this is your first year full-time? Full the business, time. I guess. Yep, full time with my business. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yes, um, what have you learned along the way? What has been something that you've helped that's helped you grow and be a uh, full time entrepreneur? I mean, I like I've been running construction crews for a long time, and I've okay. done a lot of front office stuff. So, okay, cool. Like, so you the, were kind of familiar with the business aspect. So huh? the business aspect didn't really scare me that much, but uh, and, you know, it's just the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like now we're coming up to winter. If it doesn't snow for a couple months. Yep. Ouch. What are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go flip burgers at McDonald's for a month yeah, or two. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. And you know, I'm jumping into it with, you know, a wife of four kids, a mortgage and Well. So it's a big job. It's, it's so what did you do to get the boat close to the dock? Like that's a common thing. Um it's hard for somebody. So, well, let's let's answer that first, and then we'll go into our next. Uh, I have another area I want to go. So, how did you how did you get the boat close to the dock? Uh, last year, uh, kind of, I kind of made a decision like this year was going to be the year. Mm-hmm. So, to keep me on track, well, first of all, I finally got the blessing from my wife. Yeah, to yeah. do it. That's Cause, first step because you know four kids and everything. She was like, absolutely not. Yeah. For for the first two years, I was even thinking about it. So last year, she finally said, "Yeah, let's do this." And then uh, I just I just started taking the steps like like uh, I went to the lawyer and got the LLC started last year. Mm-hmm. I went to the accountant and got him set it up last year. Mm-hmm. Like I had every, all my ducks in a row except for the equipment and a signed contract going into like January of this year. So then March rolled around. Finally, I got the contract signed, and I already I talked to I, I run John Deere too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I already had talked to, I already had the paperwork filled out. Everything was done. So as soon as they, they said, yes, it's your contract. And I went right down there. Signed the papers and signed the papers. And I mean, glory to God, cause every door that's need opened, it's been opened. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was my biggest thing. Cause like I said, mowing a place that big, it's a lot of equipment. Yeah, it is. So that's a lot of money up front. Which I did not have. <laughs> what did you? What kind of equipment are you running? Uh, I got the nine fifties. I got two seventy twos and a sixty. Uh, yeah, nice. That is some ground to cover. And I'm probably going to trade in the sixty for another seventy two. To be honest, really? Is and it all flat for the most part? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got your ditch lines and stuff. So I mean, you're on you're on some grades. Those seventy twos probably hold pretty well, though. Yeah, and I got them Tweel tires, which are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Them things. As long as you slow down, you can turn ninety degrees on them hillsides. Yeah, it's, it's yep. crazy. So. Man, seventy two. So how do you like them? How do you like your deer? Yeah, um, I mean, I've had, I mean, I've put a lot of hours on them mm-hmm. things too. And uh, what hours? So in a year, a little less than a year. What are your hours looking like? Seven hundred or eight hundred. Oh wow, there. you are packing them on. Yeah. Well, for a long time, it was just me and another guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was just two of us mowing all that, and it'd take us four or five days. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I found a third person to put on that sixty and. Now we can get, cut it down to, like, three, maybe have to come in and finish up on the fourth. But yeah. Is it a lot of trimming, or is it mainly just mowing? No, it's mainly mowing and uh, spraying weeds. So, okay. So everything that you'd have to weed eat, which is a lot. Yeah. You just, they just let you spray it. They, you just – because, I mean, there's zero tolerance. Yeah. So it's – it's crazy. Yeah, that's really cool, man. That's a it's a cool opportunity. Um, how did that come about to you? Was it just good relationships, good networking? How did that opportunity yeah, arise? Yeah, I've, I've actually been helping them with the snow plan for like the last seven, eight years. And uh, I became pretty good friends with everybody. So if he had side projects and stuff up there at the farm, he'd, he'd just call me if he needed yeah. help. And I'd just run up there and help him because he was a good friend of mine. And then um, – and then it turned into he got higher up, and uh, his boss, I, I really like his boss. We have a phenomenal – it wouldn't work without the relationship. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's been hounding me for like six years. He's just like, go get go get your mowers and just 
go for it. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I, that's I mean, a lot. I, yeah. Like I, the company I was with, I was with for 13 years. So, I mean, it's hard up and leave. It's hard up and leave. I mean, I had insurance. I had, you know, 401k, everything else. And with God's grace, again, I haven't touched any of that 401k. That's awesome. So, but I do need to get it. I've, I've been working on everything else now. It's time. Mm-hmm. I need to get get that put in somewhere. And yeah. So. Well, man, that's that's an exciting first year. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. that's a lot happening. What are your plans for 2023 moving forward? Well, I got the snow contract for them, obviously, and then uh, hopefully that all goes well. I got to get back and finish getting the plows and stuff on the truck, and then uh, then it, then it's 2023. I want I want two or three more. I I think I'm only going to do mowing for commercial. Okay. Yeah. So I want a couple more commercial accounts and uh, maybe start another crew. Yeah. And then I, I, my my passion is more like dirt work, like excavating. And yeah, stuff, that was so. going to be my next question. Like since you've done construction for so long, is that something that you look to expand your business into doing it for yourself? Yeah, yeah. And and that's what the, the farms kind of helped me out too because uh, they have a lot of excavating stuff, drainage stuff, parking lot stuff that they need help with and I'm you like, can do it all. I'm the one stop shop. So yeah. I kinda wanna take that on the road and maybe get another crew started with the mowing and mm-hmm. just use the mowing as a foothold to get in into places. Yeah. Yeah. So start offering more high high dollar services. Yeah, yeah. The the profit margins and Excavating are a lot better than mowing. Yeah, yeah, and a lot more fun <laughs> sitting in a cab, but uh, just pulling a bucket. Because that, that was my first thing. Like I kept bre- like I've I've been breaking this contract down for like three years, so I I I pretty much had everything figured out like financially wise. Yeah, and I knew I was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there, there uh, for all the work there is, it's just not there's not a lot left over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And then when you try to get into these other jobs, a lot of people don't want to put you 50% down or something. So you're taking, you know, you're you're robbing from payroll or something to, you know, fund these jobs until you yep. get paid for it. And then it just gets really, 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 really tight, tight yeah. at the end of the month. And, I mean, I, I don't want to do that. I want to I wanna be able to offer them if that's what they want to do, mm-hmm. but still have some money. Some money back. left back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, I think something that Nick Carlson said yesterday that I don't even remember. We were just having a conversation. Do you know when we were setting up or yesterday at the event one time? It was it, in passing. It was just like so nonchalant. He said, "Nothing scares me." Right. Like fear is not a thing to me. And like, that and that's me with the work. Yeah. Nothing scares me. Yeah. I've done. I I've been on every roof. I've been on every piece of equipment. Like nothing scares me. Like paying the guys scares me. Yeah. So, so how do you how do you how can we combat that to like I mean I think that's what that's what the hold up on your business is it sounds like yeah yeah uh, right now and yeah. and like I said this was such a big project like yeah I haven't been advertising like I should have been yeah you just Be- did this one and try to get through the year just get through the year and make sure I could do it and have the guys to do it because like I said uh, for more than half the year it was just me and another guy mowing mm-hmm. like two hundred acres yeah. So yeah, it's mean, a lot. I mean, by the end of the week, we were tired, mm-hmm. and we were over forty. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to burn him out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so once I got the third guy, and everything was clicking, 
really good, then uh, now now we have like two days for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh. I what should. are we gonna do with these two days? Yeah. yeah, but I, I, but my thing was customer service. I didn't want to line people up and then like bump them to the next week because we mm-hmm. didn't have time to bump them to the next week. So I, I didn't want to. That that's the that's the fine line, I guess. You got to run is how close to that line can you run without compromising on com- uh, customer service? Mm. Because you you can get a bad name. I've seen it a million times. You can get a bad name quick, and you're just not going to recover from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was. I mean, it takes a long time to build a good one, but really quickly get a bad one. Right. Right. Mm. Absolutely. That's interesting. I love that. Uh, I think that the fear thing there is something that I, I'm even having to combat in my own business is because we brought on our first, we've had a full-time guy for a while, but we brought on our first like full-time non-friend employee yeah. this season. Like the guy that was working with me for the past four years has been my best friend growing up and stuff. So like right. we just had a good relationship and, and so on. But this guy's totally random, never met him before. Like he's just looking for a job. And so mm-hmm. um, we're trying to create a, a company yeah, that he wants to work in for a long time, and we want to create a career. And, and that's my right-hand guy. He came with me from a previous job, and he knows how I do things. Mm-hmm. He, As soon as I even brought this up, he's like, I will follow you wherever you want to go. Yeah. And I I can't repay him enough. So I think so. I think you, you're, we're almost in kind of the same boat. Is sounds like you need to start training him to – do things without you there. And that, and that's the process right now. Like yeah. I have like I haven't been up to the farm in a couple weeks. That's awesome. And I'm just letting him take control of that. Um and and this first beginning weeks are scary cuz you're waiting on that phone call to come of what he messed up or yeah, But I'm not like I said I've been with him for years. Yeah. And he knows exactly. That's awesome. Like and and if I get a phone call from him it's not my heart doesn't drop out of yeah. my chest. Like, yeah. It's something he can handle it. He just wants to make sure I approve of the yep. way he's going to handle it. Yep, yep. And that's, I mean, and that, that's and invaluable. that takes time. And once again, God bless me again because I had an opportunity to kind of train him for years under another company. Yeah, yeah. And now he's with me already knowing. Yeah. There, there's, you trained him on somebody else's dollar. <laughs> there, there's no there's no newlywed. Yeah, thing, yeah. So, yeah, no, I get that because that's that's the that's the stage that I'm in. Is like we're still in those beginning months. Like we're still figuring each other out, figuring out how each other works. Um, how can we how can we grow and work together? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I empower him to go out and do his own thing without me there looking right. down his throat? Like I I don't want to be that employer any ever, but at the same time I have to make sure quality control is kept good, yeah. especially in this beginning stage. Because um, next year I plan to scale a little bit more, and and I hope that he can take it and. And kind of help build that, right? Which sounds like it's kind of the same boat of what you're wanting to do is let this guy kind of take the farm and then yep. allow you to go do some other stuff. That's absolutely correct. So, and I find like what I found worked for me because I mean that's a huge thing. Like you can tell everybody, hey, you need to start building up people. Yeah, you need to start building up people to take this place and this place and this place. Okay, cool. How do you do that? Mm. So like, like I don't know. It's worked for me, but like. Everything I do, I explain. Every every decision I make, I explain. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll be like, how do you want to do this? And then he'll say it. And if I have a di- – sometimes I'll just let – I'll just do it knowing it's going to be wrong. Yeah. And then I'll say, well, here's how I would have done it. And I just wanted to show you how you I, – I wanted to let you have the freedom to do it. Yeah. And then we fix it. 
and then now he knows how to fix it. Because mm-hmm. so I mean, it, it's that's good. That's that, good because I've actually had that situation happen in the last couple of weeks. We've had two or three incidents like that of where we were I estimated uh, pine straw for a house we were doing, and I knew it was right. Like I've I've done this long enough to know I know how many belts right. it's going to take. And he second guessed me in the beginning. He was like, "I don't, I don't think it's going to be enough." I was like, "It'll be enough. Just, just wait and see." And I should have just been like, "Yeah, maybe not." I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should have let him yeah. play a little more and then let him figure it out. And because um, that's been done a couple times, and it's and it's just like it's a good thing because I don't want him to believe everything I say. I want him to create his own opinions. Absolutely. I want him to do his own thing. So like, mm-hmm. I don't want to get on to him for second guessing me. Like. There's a fine line there. Yeah. And and how do you find that fine line? It's something that I'm trying to learn. And that and I mean everything I've done up to this point, like ordering concrete, ordering asphalt, ordering like the pine straw's the same thing. Yeah. Same as mulch up here. Yeah. Like he doesn't question you. Like when that pile starts getting low and he starts looking, he's like, mm, mm, I don't know. And I'm like, it'll be enough. Yeah. And it always works out. So yeah. he 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 likes we. I mean, we jab each other. We're almost like brothers now. Yeah. So I mean, so we give each other crap every once in a while. But that's fun, man. That's a that's a really cool business model. Uh, hopefully, much success comes to the commercial side in twenty twenty three. Yes, I'm. We're that's the wife. She's fully on board now. Now we're talking about getting her over because I'm I I'm I'm a field guy. Yeah. Like, I want to be in the field. Yeah, that's what you want to do. And she's been HR trucking company HR everything. She knows country. how to handle it with people. She and knows stuff. she knows how to run that office. Yeah, and and that's great. That's awesome. I don't want to. Yeah, like yeah. I'll go out and meet people and uh, explain how we can help people out. And, but you know, I even that I'd like to get it set up to where we're in a really good spot and our name starts getting out there, and then we don't have to, you know, advertise as much. But uh. But I want to be I want to be out putting in pipe. I want to be out grading the site. Yeah, that's what. So I does do. she work outside of the home now? Yeah, she works for our church right now as a okay. facilities manager. So okay, so plan to try to get her in here next year too. Which we she's already starting to phase that in. We've got uh we've got somebody. She's got she found somebody to start you know taking more of the majority of the cleaning stuff out. Yeah. from under her. And she's more of a management rule now, That's so awesome. she can dedicate more time. What about the kids? Kids go to school, they homeschool. Yeah, we put them all in private school this year. Wow, that's so, a big investment. It Talk is. about that for a minute. That's not something that many people do. I was raised in private school, so I know the investment that that is. And I, and I went to private school up through fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I know being that old, jumping from fifth grade to a public school, it's. World changing. It's tough, yeah. World changing, and uh, and and I, I, it's I'm not getting politics, but yeah, all the stuff going on in the public school. I don't right want now. my kids in public and school. I'm right in now. Rural, and I'm in a rural and I'm in a rural area. Like you yeah. don't think that stuff's going to come, but every time my uh, freshman in high school, when she was in middle school last year, she comes home and this person did this, and this person did this, and this person saying they're this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no. Yeah, like you're not gonna be around that. No. Uh, so, so we we I mean we made a unanimous decision. Even yeah. though we even gave our um, one going to freshman year. We gave her the option. Like, if you want to stay, we're not we're not gonna yank you out your freshman year. I yeah. Mean, I, we understand how big big of a jump yeah. middle school to high school is, and she's like, no, I want I want to go. That's awesome. 
So I think that comes back to the family, like the culture that you created, like that right. she's bought in with that. Yep, yep. And it was funny the other day because, uh, like we were talking about, yes, last night the Christmas lights, like yeah. Uh, Nicole and I were on the porch, like trying to start thinking of advertising stuff, and she just pokes her head out of the door and just comes out like, "Afraid of heights will put up your lights." I'm like, "That's awesome! That's awesome!" I went on Facebook, and yeah. I'm like, "If you want to do something like this." Then I'll pay you for it. Yeah, and that's a beautiful. That that's exactly the the whole thing we wanted to do in making this business. Yeah, is if you want to work for the company, all for you. We want to empower I, you to do that. Yeah, I went to three different schools trying to figure out because that's what you had to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally ended up at a trade school running equipment. Yep, and yep. I loved it. And you know you graduate high honors and stuff because you love to do it and then you come out and yeah i have like construction management degree but i haven't used that yeah like i knew more working side jobs going through school than i ever learned from school i yeah. mean you get kind of the back end stuff like estimating and stuff but if you do it long enough and you really You'll pay attention to what everybody around you is doing that's how i learned all my stuff you find the best guy on that crew, and you shadow him. Yeah. And you, everything he does, you find out why he does it. Yeah. And you, I mean, that's how you learn. Yeah. So. But, that's good. So we're, I mean, I want this to be a legacy business. I want it, if my son wants it and the daughters want to run in it, that that's what it's there for. Yeah. So, so how old are the kids? Middle school, you said, freshman. Uh, she's 14, and then we got four, six, and seven. Four, six, and eight. Okay. Yeah. So that was good bam, little stretch bam, bam. there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. hey, you're kind of everybody's out of diapers now. Like, oh, uh, you're getting into that. Thank you. Yeah, I know how that. Is. I know how that feels. We're sitting here and Jack's in the stroller next to me. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to stay asleep, but we'll see. See, none of my four would have done that. You really? No. Yeah. That's what everybody says. Like, we, he's been very good while we've been here. Like, very, very good. Um, Brittany and Liz were always like. He's like we had, our kids never would do that like ever ever, um, and so hopefully he's gonna stay like that. I don't know what the plan is, but um, we're gonna try to keep him like that as long as we my, can. My oldest, she didn't like lights. Yeah. So like you had to have a that screen thing for your window when you drove. Mm-hmm. My middle one did not like to be restrained in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So we'd go. We like to go down to Holden Beach every year for uh, vacation. Yeah. And it's like a 12-hour drive. Mm-hmm. She screamed from the time we buckled her up to the time we pulled in the driveway down there. No, I can't do that. And then she did it on the I, way home. I don't know how. I literally don't know how you can do that. <laughs> like, uh, like, he was fussy last night because he got hungry uh, mm-hmm. sooner than he normally does. And yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> he, he won't stop crying. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's part of the plan, I guess. You know? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't trade any of them for the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's... It's a lot more than people let on it for it to be, and it's stressful. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. we're we're running like our baby and the middle one to dance four days a week because uh, they're in competition. But it's thirty minute drive clear out of the other way. Yep. And then you know everybody else, like the oldest ones in drama club, so she's at the high school, thirty minutes the opposite way from where we live. So you're. I mean, it's an hour drive from Good dance to the school. You're all over the place. I mean, there, there's no time for anything. So, yeah. like the business stuff, it's been it's been really difficult because 
you know, there, there's no time to put in it. Mm-hmm. But you got to make that time. That's why, like, the last two weeks, I mean, that's all I've been doing is setting up the plow stuff. Like, I went and got pamphlets made to start going around to businesses and talking to them for next year because, yeah. you know, they're doing their budgets now. Yeah, they are. Yep. So you got to get in it and uh, get in the cool to full time next year, hopefully, if it if it allows it. Then, yeah. Then that will be a big help. And then, I, I mean, I want, like, when the first, when the last three were born, like she stayed home, and I made sure she could stay home. And then she wanted to work, and I don't blame her because you, you get trapped in the house with three, yeah. three toddlers and diapers. I'd be trying to get out too, you know. So I, I mean, I'm, I facilitate, I try to facilitate that so she could do that. And now, and now she's like, now I'm gone from the babies too much. Now I, now I want to be back we'll home. Be back, and, yeah. and I'm like, this is, this is what I wanted the business for. Yeah. So, doesn't get much better than that, man. Sounds like you got a good, good make, family life going on. You make your own destiny. That's right. That's right. You create your own destiny. Uh, really quickly, before we wrap this thing up, what is uh, your takeaway from the event this weekend? If you have one big one, or a couple little ones, or a lot of big ones, overwhelming. And I can tell you what I really liked. I think it was Paver Pete. Paver Pete had to like all the books with everything. Yeah, read them books. Yeah. Read the books, yeah. like Robert Kiyosaki, every one of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Um, Are you a big reader? Uh, Audible. Okay, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, two, I can't 200 s- acres a week, you can probably go through some books. Oh, yeah, I go through, like, all you guys' podcasts, and then I, I can still get four or five chapters in a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every day, yeah. <laughs> every, every day. And then, uh, like, Profit First, like, I, I'm implementing that, like, January 1. Really? What is your uh, why? Like, what is your? I mean, I've I've heard well, it talked like, about a lot, but like I haven't I really said, done it myself yet. Like we were talking about, like right now, I'm finding there's not a lot of money at the end. Yeah. So which is and the then wrong. and and it's been hard this year because I got to buy so much equipment that you know all that once it's paid for, and I've been buying a lot of stuff cash, but I do have a lot of debt. Yeah. But uh, once once we get the main things, then now. I th- like now I'm going to make sure instead of buying something else, we, we start putting profit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, like, and you know how to start charging. I mean, I'm sure you going forward in these commercials, you can start charging to bring home profit. Like right. that's, that's something you learn as you go on. And you know, like this year is the first year. Like I'm, I was, I was bidding it to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And then gas prices shot up two, three dollars a gallon. And then snake in there. No, I don't do snakes. Yeah. They walked by us earlier, and I was like, what? They had, like, a massive snake in a, just a little container. Nope. Carrying it by. We were, me and uh, me and Caleb and Paul were like, no, no. And he, Caleb Caleb was trying to defend snakes. I was like, no, only good snakes are dead snakes. Sorry about it, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to kill one out of, going out of my way, but if something's close to me, it's not. It's not going it, to live. I'm yeah. going to walk out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. No, you're good. But, uh. Yeah, I, I, you're bidding I, it to get it. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. Yeah, like you you got to start putting your money back for your taxes. Yeah, you start putting your money back for profit. You got to put your start putting money back to get insurance. Yeah, like all them things that if you have a job now and you have it all, you're not you're not you don't really think about that stuff. You got to start putting money back for them, but you also have to charge to include that stuff. Yeah, you got to get stuff that, that you don't think you about. You got to find that overhead. Yeah, you know percent. 
And yep. you put it. You got to put it on. It's like what Mike Andy's talked about yesterday. You have to find that point to where you even break even. Like you have to find that break even point, mm-hmm. and you got to get to there, and then you got to add your profit in though. Because like, if if your break even point for the year is fifty thousand dollars, right? Everything up to fifty thousand dollars is for nothing. 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 Yep. So you have to figure that stuff out. And like we were talking about the Christmas lights yesterday, kind of we were hitting on pricing and stuff. Yeah. Like you, you got you. Your insurance goes up because you're climbing on roofs now. Yeah. And your workers' comp, I think it went up a little bit because you're climbing on roofs mm-hmm. now. Like, all that stuff you have to, you have to account for. Yeah. And just, and just like, uh, drive time, you know, like, the fuel up time, mm-hmm. maintenance time, sharpening the blades, everything. Yeah. I mean, that's stuff, like, you go to work if you're working for somebody else, and that's just something you have to do. Yeah. But he's thinking, that's time you guys aren't making money. Yeah. So, I mean, and, I, and I've been blessed because, like I said, uh, I grew up with my grandparents in their own business. My mom owned her own business. Like, So you've been raised in the business world then so, to some extent. So, I mean, I had, I had kind of an inside view going into this. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it's helped a lot. And there's, like, a lot of, lot of the mistakes and stuff, like, I've seen firsthand, but, you know, haven't been in control of how to fix it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, we got one final question we try to ask all of our guests. Uh, it can be simple, but it can be complex. It's uh, what is your why? My why? Uh, taking care of the family. Uh, I'm a big, big family guy. I want, and like I said, I want this to be a legacy for the kids. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to be like, you know, we have a lot around our area where it's a second generation. They just run their business into the ground. Mm. And mm. I don't want that. So yeah. my kids, like Charlie right now, every time every time I have a piece of equipment, he's on my lap. Yeah. And he's doing it. Every yeah. time I'm out in the yard doing something, he's out there with a shovel or something digging a hole. I, I mean, I can't even – I'm a landscaper, and I have the worst flower beds in the world because yep. he's just digging holes everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't even put mulch down because it's awesome. just pointless. That's awesome, though. So, I mean, it's for him. And like I said, like, uh, Sydney, she, she wants probably more in the marketing thing, and I think she'll be great at it. And Natalie's just a boss. So she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah. and then Kylie's, Kylie's the face. Like yeah, she's she's, she's got she be the, the face of the company. <laughs> she she's the she's the pretty one. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, yeah, who knows where she's going to go? I have that's no funny. Idea, but. That's funny. Well, that's awesome, man. Where can everybody get in touch with you if they want to connect or? Uh, I have a website, Hilltop Lawn and Landscape. Um, and then uh, Facebook, Hilltop Lawn and Landscape, LLC, I believe. And I'm just around. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for uh, tuning into the episode today and for joining us here. Uh, if you did enjoy the episode, leave us a big five-star rating interview. And uh, those really help grow the show and boost out there so we can continue to go to the community one relationship at a time. Thank you so much for your time today, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.